don't know what kind of week you had, but I trust that you had a good week and enjoy the blessings of the Lord. <clears throat> I, <clears throat> we've been to a funeral this week, and um, we only left that person behind, that one person. Nobody didn't go with him. There's a cremation, as it were, but um, we left him there alone. So, my message today is that every one of us, we all have a responsibility to God, yeah? Um, as individuals. Uh, I don't want you to try to reflect on anyone, what anyone is doing or saying or what have you. I would like each one of us to look to ourselves because in the end it's going to be you and God. All right? Now, this message that I have prepared for you today is it's I would say it's it's geared primarily, I don't know why, but I've been going through some messages and the Lord has directed me uh, on this one. But it's geared primarily for the, the younger generation. However, um, the old folk, old, as, as old people, we can still benefit from it. But um, it, it's really geared toward the young. And the, the scriptures found in St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 15, and uh, we have verses 11 to 24. I don't know if it's up on the screen, but I'm, and I'm reading from the King James Version. Yeah. And the, the, the topic really is about the lost son. Listen to this. The lost son in the far country. All right, you got that? The lost son in the far country. And uh, I want you to realize that the far country could be anything, not necessarily where he went, but what we experience in our lives, all right? Now, he said, and he said, this was the, the, the father. We could have gone further back, but um, this is Jesus speaking. It said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, Give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with righteous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would have, <clears throat> and he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the 
swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I am no more worthy to be called uh, thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his head and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Here in the reading of the word. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word and we pray that you would shed light on it. We know that you have and, and that you would touch the hearts of your people, minister to us, Holy Spirit, in our new way and may we find blessing and peace and love and safety in whatever it takes to follow you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I said that this message is probably geared more or less to the younger folks, seeing that we are speaking about this lost son. You hear stories every day about, I mean, really sad stories of uh, youngsters, whether they've been stabbed in the, in the streets of London or elsewhere. Um, some have left home, unfortunately. Some say they can't get on with the parents and, and out goes he or she. Um, many have left perhaps uh, like Scotland or places in, in the Midlands or whatever and came to London expecting to uh, the, bright, the bright lights, see the bright lights and, and whatever's going on. Unfortunately, they sometimes are very disappointed. It's not as rosy as they, they thought it would be. Let me start by, by saying to all of us, 
we can, it is quite possible for us to lose our relationship or what have you. Um, you can have disagreements, parents, or whether it's a spouse or spouses. But coming back to the scripture here, I want you to realize that we can, or fellowship can be broken, but not our sonship or our daughtership, if you like. All right? Uh, a scripture I'd like you to turn to is, is found in John 10, 28, and 29. John 10, 28, 29. In fact, we can start from 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. For my Father which gave them, or who gave them to me, is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. This does not mean to say that we can live anyhow, regardless of how we live, we still um, is in fellowship with the Father, not at all. He didn't, he didn't mean it that way. Some churches, uh, the idea about this is, you, uh, I think they say, once saved, always saved. Um, but we believe different. <clears throat> once saved, always saved. If we believe what Christ said, if we practice what Christ said, because at one time he said to the disciples, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? So, nobody can pluck us out of God's hand. We, believe, we belong to God. Um, and, and like the word tells us, Jesus said, no one can pluck it out of the Father's hand. So long as we keep in that role. Yeah? Now, I, I don't believe for one moment the church who preaches that once save, always save. I, I, I don't, sometimes, I, I have a problem with that because um, I see it differently and, and perhaps you do as well. When, when we read the Bible, Jesus, Jesus said that he gave to us eternal life and, and no one could pluck so the Father's hand. That life is ours. In fact, we belong to God. He is our father. We know him as our father. And we honor him as our father. And uh, we do the things he said. The things he commands us, we do. We're obedient to the word. If we are, then we, 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 we belong to God and remain there. But coming, coming back to the son, yeah? Um, why I said that? I said that to bring up this point. The son, he, he was always, he will always be a son. If, if I'm your son, or if you're my son, we can have 
uh, disagreements, we can have whatever, but it don't change the fact that you're still my son. Am I right? If, if, if you're my son, you're just my son. And nothing can change that. This, this uh, young man, he said two sons, the younger father said, well, give me the portion that, that lies to me. Let's stop there for a minute, because, you see, he was kind of stepping off line there, because uh, if you read the, back in the Old Testament, the, the, the firstborn son, he had the privilege of being, uh, uh, having the inheritance of the father. As a matter of fact, he, have, he had a double portion. So this young fella, he, he was kind of jumping the gun a bit here, but um, and, and someone suggests that when he asks the father for that portion, I, I don't know if, if I go along with that person, but it, it's a thought anyway. He says that when this young man asks his father for the portion, he, he was literally saying to him, Father, I wish you were dead. Because it was only at that time, really, that you should be receiving this inheritance. You get me? You see where I'm coming from? Yeah, okay, fair enough. But he said, all right, um, and I have no doubts at all that the father was a good father. We see it in the end. We see that the love was always there. Uh, he might have given this boy some instruction, both of them, as a matter of fact. And, um, but... <clears throat> Like everything else, he, uh, he had a mind of his own, I guess. He, God gives us, uh, I was saying to someone just recently, God gives us a free will and we can take that free will and do whatever we like with it. I, I promise not as long as we like, but that free will we can take, we can disobey God, we can do whatever. So he said, Father, I, I, um, maybe he thought, well, home is too strict as some youngsters feel that way anyway. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't put it with this any longer. I'm off. And like I said, we always seem to think that the, that the grass is always greener on the other side. I, I don't know why, but that's the mentality of people. They always feel that the grass is... I mean, husbands have left home, left their wives and children. Wives have left home. And um, I'll just read in, if you read these, aunt, um, these agony aunt uh, people who, who uh, seem to solve people's problems, one lady was saying to her, well, look, I, um, I left my husband uh, for this partner, but now this partner walked out on her, right? And she was complaining to the, uh, the agony aunt person. So we, we can... We can disappoint ourselves, disappoint others, whatever. But this guy, he, he, he decided, well, look, I want my portion. The word tells us that he took, the father gave him, willingly, and um, he went to this place, this far country. But he, he, didn't, he didn't spend that money very wisely, did he? I mean, the word said that he wasted it in right living, you know. I guess when you have money, you have all friends in the world, but when the chips are down, as we say, you need a friend, a real friend. And as a matter of fact, that's the time that you 
realize that everyone who said that they're friends not really friends at all. They just they just rip you for what they can get, you know. Some people are, are, are real users, you know. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Come on, don't think. I'm not talking for Mars. I, I'm here, and, and I, I like to use things that are very practical. Yeah, people, they, they, they say they love you. Oh, I love you, I love you. Yeah, yeah. They, them, they love you for what they can get out of you. Yeah. And uh, this guy, we was told that he went down, he, he, um, he spent his, come on, man, come on, have a drink, have this, have that, you know, he'd be just slashing it out. <clears throat> but we're told that after that, there arose a famine in that land. And um, the sad thing about it is here, friends, that, <clears throat> you know, the, these Jewish boys and girls, I mean, they've been taught way back there um, in, a, in, a, in a particular way. And um, for him to, after things uh, get really bad, he decided to go and join himself to a citizen of that country. And, and the job was to, to feed pigs, swine, you know, pigs, right? And could you imagine a Jewish boy feeding pigs? Ever? You, you imagine a, a, a Jewish boy feeding pigs? Oh, come on, <laughs> get real. So, uh, yeah, but, but, but that is what he was doing. That was the, the employment. Let me stop here long enough to say, my friends, that we can leave the house of God and we can find ourselves in situations that sometimes appalling. Come on, let's face it. People leave the house of God, and I'm here to tell you today, please, do not leave the house of safety. It may not necessarily be, be um, Wellspring Church, but God, in God, please, don't leave God. Don't leave the ark of safety. There's danger out there. Much danger out there. Uh, well, and the... He, he, was, he remembered, you see, when you, when you leave God or let God out of your life and, and, and you go back and join the crowd or what have you, the old enemy don't make, any, make it any easy for you, you know. Put on, you really pile on the pressure. This guy, after he, he got to the, he, the word tells us that he, he, he longed even to feed on, on, on the stuff that the, the swine was feeding on. And he must, he must have been sad because he remembered the times he had at home with his father. And it's, that, the first point was he, de, he departed from home and left for the far country, wherever it was. He demanded his portion. He received it, but he, he didn't use it very wisely. And after journeying to that country and joining himself, after the big famine, joining himself to this citizen, having a job like feeding pigs, oh my, that, that must 
must have been really appalling, as I said, for a Jewish boy. But he came to, I want you to realize, follow me closely, he came to a realization. He came to himself. Word say he came to himself. He came to a realization. <laughs> and he said, well, no, this, this is not where I belong. My father, you have so much. My father have so much. And I'm perishing here with hunger. What a, what a fool, I don't say, say that, but <laughs> perhaps it can apply. What a fool am I? What am I doing here? It is good, my friends, when the Spirit of God can minister to us. If we allow the Spirit of God to minister to us, minister to us in whatever situation we find ourselves in. Isn't that wonderful? That's the kind of God we serve. That, that's the loving kind of God. I, I'll bring that out to you in the Father when we get there. But that's the kind of God we serve. He cares. He cares. He cares more than you can imagine. Yeah? Because this boy, he, he was there. And, and he, when he came to himself, he came to realization of what he was losing out on. He realized his father and home and everything else. And oh, but he was thinking, well, how can I face my father again? But little did he know the father never changed. The father's love was always there. The, the father never changed. He never changed. Because, like I said, a son is always a son. That was his son, right? Or daughter, if you like. Okay. But we deal with the boy. He came to himself and he, and he made a decision, right? He made a decision. That's the next thing. He made a decision. He made up his mind. Now, the enemy sometimes gets you in some situations, beloved, beloved friends, that you, I'm telling you, and you know it for yourself, that it's only God who can help you to make certain decisions. Because the enemy don't want you. To, if, if the enemy sees you down, you think he wants you to get up? No way. He, he, he will hit you on the head and keep you down there as long as he, if he, he wants to, or that you allow him. But he came to himself and he, he decides, well, I must go back home. There are many boys and girls out there. We wish to go that they will come to this realization. Just, just to go back home because if they'll be realistic with themselves, they know that where they are, that's not where they belong. They know that. And this boy realized, well look, this is not where I belong. I'm going to go back to my father. Like I said, he came to realistic. But speaking about us as well, we can come to certain realizations. Yeah, I admit, yeah. I admit I'm here. I admit I'm not doing the right thing. I'm not where God wants me to be. So how long are you going to stay there? I mean, that boy said, I am going back to my father. But he, he had to make a move. Hey, 
He, had a, he could have said, from now till next to this time, I'm going home. But then, if you don't make a move, you're, you're going to stay there. But he says, I am going back to my father, right, the next day. And he decides not only to make that decision, but I have there, he acted. He came to a decision. He acted on that decision. Yeah? You could, you could come to a decision. You could come to a realization. But not act on it. You agree with me? Come on. You could come to a realization without acting on it. Am I right or wrong? You, you, you can come to a realization. But not acting on what you decide. Yeah, I'm going home. You know, I'm going home. But you must make a move. Whether you catch a bus, a train, or whatever, you have to make a move and get back there. And this is exactly what he done. I'll go to my father and I say, Father, I've sinned against you. Heaven and earth for a while. But I want you to notice the attitude of his father. You know, I don't know how he was feeling. I could only imagine that. He said, well, I wonder how Father's going to take me. I wonder when I get back there, what is going to happen. I wouldn't tell you about the, the Farsi, Farsi brother, you know, who, who um, that's another story. Because when he came, he, the, the word tells you that when he came and he found that they were dancing and everything, he said, what's going on there? He said, oh, it's your brother come home. It's, uh, and um, when, he, when he came in, he, he didn't want to join the party at all because he, he was too good. He was too good to, to, to join that party. He said, he come to the father and the father said, oh, come on, it's your brother. They, he was lost and now he's, he's found, he's dead and alive. Come on, we're going to make marriage. He said, the, notice the attitude. Like I said, this is another story. This is another message. I wouldn't dwell on this too long, but notice his attitude. And some people are like that. You know, uh, this, he didn't say my brother. He, he said, this is your son. Oh, my God. What, what an attitude. No, not my brother. This is your son. You, you, I was here with you all the time, and you never give me a kid to... To, 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 to make marry my friends, but as soon as this young son, you go out and spend all your money and, and all that kind of thing, and, and, and now we come back, you've killed the fatted calf, blah, blah, blah. And the father says, son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. But this, your, this, your brother, yeah, this, your brother, he was lost and he's found. He's dead. Now he's alive. Come on. <laughs> but the, the brother, like I said, I wouldn't dwell on that too long, but it's like the Farsi, right? He was a Farsi. He said, oh, I've never, I've never disobeyed you. I've never done this. I've never done that. And you've never seen it necessary to, not even to give me a little kid that I could make marry with my friends. Well, of course, he didn't ask. But, uh, that's, that's another story. But the father, when the father saw him, oh, and this is the point, when the father saw him, 
I want you to know that God, he loves you. He loves all of us. And th- this is no license to go there and, and flout God's laws, I promise, and, and, and to commit sin of any kind regardless. Not at all. But he loves us, brethren. He loves us. He loves us. Didn't matter where we are. He loves us. Didn't matter what we have done. He loves us. Christ died on the cross for, for us. Um, and he paid the price for sins, past, present, and future. Right? <laughs> Definitely. So we're serving a God who, let nobody kid you today. I mean, you, you've chosen God's way for, for yourself, right? Nobody didn't tell this guy, didn't bro, beat this guy to, and tell him what he had to do. He came to the realization of what he had to do because he knew, he knew that he was in the wrong place. Come on, friends. There are people out there today that, I mean, they, they've left father and home. They left the house of God. They leave God out of their lives. One guy said to me at one time, you know, when I was in church, I didn't have this, I didn't have that. Now, now I'm out of church. I, I have a big car. I have a big house. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. You know what the word says? Rejoice. Rejoice, but know for all of this, God is going to bring you into judgment. Yeah? And that is why I said in my opening remarks, this is a personal thing. It's not looking on at your brother or or sister and and, um, you're trying to determine who they are or what they're doing or where they're going. It's about you. It's about you as an individual. Where are you today? Where are you standing today? Are you, are you seeking, are you contemplating leaving God out of your life? Because many people are, right? I was talking to a young man at that funeral, and um, he said, he don't, I thought he was still going to church. He said, no, don't go again. We didn't have enough time to discuss the whole matter. But for, for whatever reason, he, he left church, he left, he, he left God out of his life. And... Um, I, I don't know, he, he probably have a good job and things like that. But that is not all, my friends. Like I said, that, the, that person, um, he was a good age, he was an aged man, he was 90, but he, he went alone in that coffin. He was in there alone and he went alone. Nobody didn't go with him. And as God's children... We want to make sure that we're where God wants us to be, right? Because the enemy can take us and, and he can make mincemeat out of us. We're no match for the enemy. Without the spirit of God, we're no match for Satan. We're no match for the enemy at all. And, and sometimes, you know, it, it's sad to think of the young lady who just lost her life. Um, remember that, that lady who went to... Is it New Zealand or whatever place it was? Just, she was just 22. And my God, and, and you wonder, what's this world coming to? I mean, people, people just, whether uh, they kill people off or by whatever means, but oh God, you, 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 see, you see the devastation of, of things in a world today. But the, the fact here is that people, People, they never seem to learn from these experiences. What's going through your mind? Oh, that happened to Susie, but that wouldn't happen to me. 
Who said it wouldn't? Who said it wouldn't? It happened to Susie down the road. Just, you must take some warning. Yeah, it happened to Susie. It could happen to you as well. Yeah. So may God help us and bless us today. I don't want to tell you with words because I know that the word of God is true. And I know that you've had the word of God, the spirit of God, don't make any mistakes. He'll minister each and every one of us as individuals and collectively. Um, but you, you must know where you stand with your God today. Don't, don't allow friends, nobody, things or whatever deter you this morning from serving the God that you choose to serve. This guy... He thought he was doing the right thing. Well, he, he tried it out, but he realized uh, in the end uh, things were not as rosy outside there as, as he thought. And he found himself in deep trouble. Deep trouble. I have a song here to sing. I asked Arnold to play this song. And um, it's a wonderful song. It's a wonderful song. I want you to know that Jesus, he cares for you. He cares for you. I want you to know that. He cares. It's not, it's not a pastor or the deacon or the elder or whoever. We, we, we're talking about Jesus. Jesus, he cares for you. And uh, as we sing this song, I want you to stand with me, please, and we're going to sing this song. I hope you know it. If you, those who know it, just, just sing it. Um, but it, it's, it's asking the question, does Jesus care when my heart is pained? And, and in the course, he says, oh, yes, he cares. Do you know he cares for you today? Yes. Oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares because... His heart is touched with my grief. And when the days are weary and the long nights dreary, I know my sin. Do you know that for sure today? That Jesus cared for you? If you don't, would you come to him and allow him to take your heavy load and care for you? Peter said, cast all your care upon him, because he cares for you. God bless you. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your people. We pray that our hearts will be opened up to your truths, Lord. We know that you have spoken to us, and we thank you for doing that. We ask that you will be with us. And as we sing this song, Lord God, grant that our hearts should be opened up to your love. The love that you had is more than tongue can tell. I accept all thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Stand with me, please. Arnold, would you...